Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode on this Wednesday evening. Hopefully, you guys have had a great week thus far as we are entering the end of March, early April. Uh, this is when a lot of stuff goes down, if you have not already seen. Um, you know, more veterans join their future teams, trades go through, and... You know, other things around the NFL occur, uh, and we're kind of in, in the middle of it as Jets fans here, waiting for the Aaron Rodgers news, um, waiting for Odell Beckham Jr., who was at the owners' meetings this weekend, but we'll get into more um, about that this week, I should say. And then, you know, just uh, everything else going around the NFL, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, just all the other veterans, Clays Campbell, what's going on with him. You know, we'll touch on all of it here. Um, as we get into the episode, I just want to remind you guys to make sure to follow my Instagram at your Jets Game Plan um, to just catch up on some of the posts. I post all the news there and uh, highlights of the offseason thus far, so make sure you take a look there. So, um, this week, Monday, was the beginning of the owners' meeting. So, these meetings occur every year. Uh, this year, I believe it was in Arizona. Um, the teams and coaches and GMs are all stationed in the Biltmore Hotel um, you know, for conferences and, you know, press conferences and talking to uh, reporters at the breakfast tables and things of that nature. And the Jets, of course, got in on it um, with Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, and co. at the Biltmore in Arizona, talking it up with uh, beat reporters and such. And I just want to, you know, share some takeaways that uh, Sala started with on Monday because it was AFC coaches on Monday, NFC coaches on Tuesday. Um, and then Joe Douglas didn't speak, but actually he did speak. Sorry about that. He did, um, in a little group setting. It wasn't official, anything official. It was just kind of standing around. He's just chatting with reporters. So Woody Johnson also spoke a bit. So we'll go over some of that as well. So starting with Sala, um, he had actually a bit to say, and I, I was actually quite surprised. These meetings are usually kind of bare bone and don't, um, contain a lot of material. They usually keep them, you know, close to the vest and, you know, not a lot of information gets out as coaches try to plan for the draft and, you know, deeper in free agency, you know, what are their plans, you know, in the weeks ahead. And I think Sala, although he was kind of refined in what he said, it still came out, you know, in in a raw fashion. And I think reporters caught on to that. And I think there were pieces of information that uh, he said that were quite a surprise to some people. So let, let's get into it. So one of his first quotes here, um, you know, had to do with Zach Wilson, right? Well, what, are, what is the Jets plan with Zach Wilson next year? Salah said he's going to be the number two quarterback. Um, I don't really know how much I buy into that, meaning, you know, Zach's a guy who they drafted number three overall or number, yeah, number two overall, sorry, uh, a couple uh, years ago, two years ago. And, you know, they had obviously huge aspirations for him. And, you know, they still believe him, believe in him somewhat here. Um, and he's going to be the number two. Uh, Salah said on Monday. So how does that factor into the Jets' plans moving forward? They're still going to get Aaron Rodgers, right? They're, you know, negotiating with the Packers probably as we speak here to try to get something done before the draft. Um, And I expect something done before the draft, right, before April 27th hits and the Jets are then, um, you know, kind of out of luck depending on how you look at it. You know, if if this were to get done actually after the draft, they would probably have to give up maybe some more um, in the later drafts. But, you know, as of right now, I expect this to get done in the coming weeks here before draft day. So, you know, Zach Wilson being the number two quarterback is kind of a surprise. I feel like they may go out and try to secure a veteran to uh, back up Aaron Rodgers when he gets here. But who knows? Maybe the Jets want to see what they have in Zach this year, for, uh, you know, if he has to step in for any reason. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of surprising, honestly, him coming out and saying that. 
Uh, but yeah, that, that's one of the one of the quotes from from Saul's presser. Another one here uh, on Carl Lawson, who I think was the talk of possible trade cut, you know, release kind of guy, uh, bubble guy heading into the offseason. And Sala kind of closed the door on that. He said, you know, I'll speak for Joe on this one. Pass rushers don't grow on trees. He will be here for as long as he could walk and play. So it's yeah, it sounds like Carl's not going anywhere. And I kind of agree. I think Lawson had. I wouldn't even call it a down year. I would call it, you know, an average year for a guy getting paid what he is. But he had a second uh, Achilles surgery, I believe, in January. Or I think it was in January. I think someone reported that. I can't remember who did it. It might have been Connor Hughes reported it. I was uh, pretty surprised that, you know, he didn't miss any time. And Lawson came out and played pretty well um, in 2022, especially considering his second Achilles surgery in less than a year or so. Um, you're, you're coming into this, you know, thinking that Lawson is going to dominate in 2023, um, and be back to his regular self. And I think that's what the Jets are hoping. So they're going to stick with Lawson here. Um, next quote comes, uh, at Corey Davis here, who, you know, Robert Saul thinks still is going to be a part of the team. Right. And he said, for sure, says he is someone the Jets want to keep. That's from Connor Hughes. So, um, you know, who knows? I feel like Corey Davis could be a trade asset in a Rogers deal with the Packers. I believe the Packers tried to trade for him last year, actually. So he could be a potential target for them. Um, but who knows? Maybe the Jets like their receiving core of, you know, Davis. Uh, you got Lazard on the other side. Hardman, who the Jets signed. I don't think we touched on that last week because it didn't happen. So we'll touch on him as well. And then you have uh, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, who went to Cleveland, obviously. Um, so, you know, there are some pieces here, obviously, right? There are some guys who um, are very capable of catching the football, making plays. And I think the Jets like what they have in Corey Davis. If he could stay healthy, I think that's a huge part of 2023. And his. Um, tenure here in New York can he stay healthy can he be the guy that Rodgers can rely on you know when all the other guys are covered up so I think Davis is going to be a possible target here for uh for Aaron Rodgers in 2023 um and AVT uh coming off his shoulder surgery will be the right guard um likely per Sala in 2023 I kind of like it I think you know an expected offensive line Dwayne Bryant at left tackle or Mackay back then um Lakin Thompson at left guard center draft pick or you know pending free agent Ben Jones um and then you have AVT at right uh guard and then either Max Mitchell draft pick backed in who knows at right tackle so the Jets have work to do on the offensive line but I feel like a staple like AVT is you know kind of set in stone there um and he'll anchor one of those positions on the O-line in 2023 so um Speaking of, you know, offensive playmakers and guys that can really move the football down the field, Nicole Hardman, right, coming from the Chiefs. I don't think we touched on him last week. I don't think we touched on him because I don't think it happened before we recorded the episode, but Hardman is a burner, obviously. He runs a 4-3-40, um, and he is, you know, very fast. Um, you know, he's explosive, can catch the ball well. Decent route runner, honestly, um, and I think he was utilized how you would expect in Kansas City, right? They ran the gadget plays, the end arounds. You know, he's really fast, so you know Pat Mahomes probably loved them. Um, you know, and he comes to New York filling this kind of Braxton Berrios role um, in the Big Apple, and I think it's it's a good role for Hardman, and I think it's going to be um, you know full of opportunities for a guy who had a lot in Kansas City, but it didn't. I don't think he reached his potential. I'm not sure he's going to reach his full potential here because the Jets do have Garrett Wilson, Lazard, 
Corey Davis if they keep him, OBJ potentially here now. So um, you go into 2023 and you're like, okay, Hardman's probably going to be the fourth or fifth guy. Um, can he contribute in any way like Berrios did? And I think he can. And I think he's a better player than Berrios. And he's coming at a cheaper price. So you can't complain. Um, for a guy like Hardman, who is, you know, kind of a quarterback's dream, if you put it that way, I think, you know, specifically Rodgers, I think, is just going to love him in terms of playmakers and guys who can get open and catch the ball and run down the field and, you know, just be that guy that a quarterback can rely on when everyone else is covered. Um, and Hardman, I think, is that guy. So hopefully we could see him, um, you know, really come into his own um, in New York and, uh, you know, take off heading into 2023 here. More about, you know, uh, other pieces of this Jets offseason that happened in the past week. Ty Johnson re-signing with the Jets as well on a one-year deal per Adam Schefter. Uh, Johnson, he played a pretty prominent role after Brees went down, I would say. It was kind of a running back by committee situation with Michael Carter, who had a pretty underwhelming 2022, but hopefully bounces back this year. You had Zonovan Knight, who looked good. Uh, and then you had Ty, who I think could, you know, stick around. He just continues to stick around year after year as running back three or four. And I think, you know, he's a good blocking back. I think he takes advantage of his opportunities. I think he got a lot of, you know, a lot of slack, a lot of, um, not slack, it's the opposite. A lot of you know, just piling on, I feel like, towards the end of the year. I feel like Ty Johnson is a serviceable back who could play the position well and can do what he's asked to when he's called up. And I think Johnson is more than capable of playing that running back three or four role hiding into 2023 for the Jets. Um, do they look in the later, later rounds to draft a younger running back and see if they can replace Johnson? Next year, it's possible. Um, I just don't know if they're going to use a premium pick on a running back this year. Certainly not. So it would likely be maybe in 2024 because the Jets don't have many picks this year. And I think they might have less if they trade for Rodgers here. So um, they got a second round pick back, obviously, in the Elijah Moore trade. But I just don't think it's going to be enough, um, you know, to draft a running back in the later rounds, even in round six or something. So I think the Jets are going to stick with what they have right now running back. And I know... Ezekiel Elliott uh, had interest in joining the Jets, but I think, uh, yeah, Douglas kind of shut that down pretty quickly, saying uh, we love our running back room. That might have been Salah as well, who came out and said that. So, yeah, uh, some news there in terms of internal free agents uh, sticking around. Um, in terms of Joe Douglas's presser, not much came out of it, in my opinion. And He said, you know, the Jets are obviously in on Rodgers, so they're all in, right? He in terms of interest in Lamar Jackson, he didn't really come out and say, yeah, if we don't get Rodgers, we're going to go all in Lamar. They're already going all in on Rodgers, so I wouldn't expect anything with Jackson in the uh, you know foreseeable future here. I think they're smart in their approach with Rodgers, and I think they're going to keep it um, pretty close to the vest as we head into the first week of April in a couple of days here. Um, you know, there are trade packages and trade leaks coming out in terms of what the compensation is going to be for the Jets and Packers. You know, I see a couple for a couple second round picks and, you know, the Jets want a conditional pick back in 2024 if Rodgers continues to, um, you know, mess around next offseason and end up retiring. The Jets want some insurance on that. Totally understandable. And I think the Packers are being a little uh, kind of sleazy. Um in terms of giving that pick up, you know, I think it should just be like a conditional fourth round pick. Um can turn into a third if Rodgers doesn't play more than a year. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like at this point, you're stuck up on one pick. I feel like they have the salary straight. The other compensation is straight. I feel like you just got to do the deal at this point. It's the end of March. Get it done. Get your players in the building. Get your picks in the building. 
prepare for the draft and you know just move on I, I feel like it's been enough it's been a couple months now since we've been talking about this at least it feels like it, it feels like Rodgers has been a jet for the past three months but we've just been speculating and speculating and when he came out on the Pat McAfee show and said yeah I intend to play for the Jets I kind of immediately just said in my mind that yeah this is done and the, the Rodgers is a New York Jet in 2023 and I still feel that way uh, nothing has changed. I don't really get the Twitter antics of being, you know, panicking or, you know, being nervous about anything in this situation. I think it's done. And I think uh, Rogers is going to be a Jet in 2023 no matter what happens. So, um, And Rogers' friend OBJ, uh, speaking of Odell Beckham, was at the owners' meetings this week at the Billmore, um, talked with Robert Sala. Joe Douglas saw a uh, end-of-meeting hug with Sala as well outside of the Biltmore in the residence hall. Um, yeah, it... it it, it's looking good. I think the Jets have a competitive offer out there. I believe it was Connor Hughes of SNY who reported that. I would not be surprised surprised if they signed him like directly after they traded for Rodgers. I think Rodgers wants him. I think the Jets want him. I think they think he is a very talented player and he can't hurt the culture. And I don't think he can hurt Garrett Wilson's reps. So I think they're all in. Um, but you know, th- there's a thing about OBJ. You know, he's turning 31 in November. Um, coming off an ACL surgery again, uh, I think there are a couple injury concerns, obviously, and I wouldn't say personality concerns anymore. I think it was Connor Rogers on the Badlands podcast who said, um, you know, I think OBJ's past that. I think he's just kind of good with his targets at this point. I'm not speaking for him, but kind of just sounds like he wants to be on a team that is ready to win and ready to compete at a very high level. And I think OBJ is willing to kind of do whatever it takes to win. Um, and is that, does that mean four or six targets a game and, you know, catching three of those and maybe six touchdowns by the end of the year? I think he would be fine with that. I think the Jets would be perfectly fine if he had, you know, five to six targets per game, catch three of them, you know, catch four or five of them some weeks and just, you know, play a role, uh, do your job. And I think it, it'll all work out great for the Jets and Beckham if that pairing were to, uh, come to fruition over the next few weeks. So, with that said, I always look through my notes at the end and I always miss something. I, you know, hit myself in the head and I'm like, yeah, I should have probably talked about that. But I think we touched on a lot. Uh, Robert Sala, Joe Douglas Pressers, as long as some, as well as some free agency news, Rogers update. Um, if any news comes out in terms of like breaking Rogers news, I might hop on another pod um, and see if we can get another episode out here uh, end of week. I feel like this is going to come pretty soon. I, I don't I have a feeling that the Jets want this done as soon as possible, and I feel like the Packers also do, right? I think the leverage, you know, all the leverage battles we've seen on Twitter, um, I think they're, they're, they're soon coming to an end as the Packers, I think, realize now that they've lost all leverage. Um, that doesn't only include Lamar Jackson announcing a trade, but that also includes, you know, Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show and saying, I want to go to the Jets. Um, you know, the Jets kind of pulling back on their offer, I think, with the Packers at the end and saying, yeah, we'll give you two first-round picks and we want a conditional pick back. Um, I think those kind of, you know, moves over the past couple of weeks have really shifted in the Packers' decline here in leverage. And I think the Jets are in a pretty good spot uh, to land Rodgers soon and to prepare for the draft as if nothing happened over the past two months. Um, But we'll get to more draft talk as we get closer to the NFL draft which is at the end of April. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here, a 15-minute episode here. Um, 
a midweek one as uh, you know, as every week. Follow my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan. Um, really appreciate all the support on these episodes. Direct messages on Instagram, comments, likes, everything, guys. You guys are very, very supportive, and I feel like um, you know we were one of the best fan bases in the NFL, just outright. And I feel like we've been, you know, uh, pretty spoiled with just interactions on social media and just like getting to know each other i feel like it's been great so um i appreciate you guys thanks for tuning in and uh, i'll be back next week with another one of these hopefully announcing a big old trade